all right what's going on guys welcome back to the show i have a special guest that's in the house today uh y'all gonna enjoy this one before we get to it uh what i need y'all to do go to my youtube page hit that subscribe button you can follow me on facebook you can follow me on instagram you can follow me on twitter as well and i want to also give a shout out to my guys over there at trackborn if you're looking for any track and fill equipment you want to shout out my guys at trackborn you can put in texas track bad it'll also get you a discount all right i know y'all probably wondering what's going on with all the sc decorations today on the show that's because we have the one the only christine mallard is in the building <laughs> she is in the building today guys um she's gonna chat with us a little bit about her track and field journey today um a little bit about miss mallard uh, she's number six in the world, 400 meter dash, number 13 in the U.S., 200 meter dash. Um, that's going to be the outdoor and indoor. She's number eight in the U.S., 200 meter, number 12 in the U.S., 60 meter um, this year in the indoor. Hey, Christine, you've been busy. Right. <laughs> you've been busy, you know. I, uh... So are you? How you feeling? Um, I'm pretty good overall. It was a great season opener. I mean, we were planning on running all three events for the most part because I never ran a 400 meter indoor until at Houston. So it was mm -hmm. just basically the first meet is usually at indoors just to see where you're at in terms of your training. And I'm ahead basically. So it's it yeah it was a it was a pretty solid opener. Yeah 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 you did good. Um. Yeah, you ran um twenty four three and then two hundred there. Mm -hmm. Um, then you came back with the um seven five and a sixty, and here's your two hundred. We'll see if we can get it to play so we can check it out. Are you going to run any more indoor meets or? I'm, I will be running. Depending, I, I know for a fact the next meet I will be running at is the sixty and the two. So. Ah, okay, okay. Right, right. Look. You go check your two hundred right. meter dash here, <laughs> and this is Miss Mallard uh, running um, against Arnold Wilson, also a phenomenal athlete as well. Is down here at the fast track, Coach Owen. <laughs> Yeah, that was hey, that wasn't bad. <laughs> I actually remember I accidentally placed my blocks at the four hundred meter mark instead of the two hundred meter mark, and so we were in the set position. Uh -huh. I had to, but I was like, oh, and so we had to redo it after the second time. Yeah. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally placed it at the 400 meter mark on accident. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you, you did your thing. You, you look good there. Um, what, you doing one more indoor meet or? I'm doing about like two or three more. It depends because, of course, I don't think I'm going to go out of state for an indoor meet per se because of COVID and everything and all the traveling and everything. So I think I'm primarily going to stay in state. 
I'm pretty sure the next the next one you'll see me at Texas Tech, and I'm pretty sure you'll see me at U of H again. It's just depending okay. on strategically placing me in places where I need to be. So for like that Houston gotcha. meet was, I ran that 200 meter final. I ran a 400 and a 60 meter prior to running that. So now for the 60 and the 200 only, we're gonna see where I'm at on fresh legs without a 400 at all. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Um, who is your um, favorite Olympian? I can't have a favorite, but I will say that there are a lot of Olympians that I feel like bring another thing to the table. Like Gabby Thomas, I enjoy the fact that she's also fast, but she also has her education uh -huh. as well with Harbor. Yeah. I like McLaughlin because of the fact that for how amazing that she is at her such a young age, I enjoy sh running, seeing Shanae Miller-Webo run because she just runs the 400 meters so beautifully. I think I enjoy Ooh. all these Olympians and just watching them because of the fact of my versatility. I just can't say, well, I like Elaine, Shikari, yeah. and Shelly Ann. I like enjoying, and even on male and female side, there's just a lot to learn in track and field, and I'm still growing and learning as an athlete. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I picked a I, I, since you didn't want to pick since you didn't want to pick one, I picked one for you. Okay. So you remind you remind me of Gabby Thomas. Yeah. That's the first one you said. Yeah, because I can see you <laughs> in Olympic trials in every race, like right, like Gabby Thomas. You 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 remind me of her. You remind me because she uh she can do it all. Right, she she can pretty much do it all, and and that's what you remind me of. Right, thank um, how long have you been running track, and was it did it start out? I know you told a story when I, I went did. to your side. Can I you did. just touch on it a little bit? Okay, I I started when I was thirteen. That's pretty late for track because most people start when like young, like eight or nine. But I started wow. basically because a friend was doing track as well, and I went to practice and I told my mom I'm gonna run track too. And so then I went and for fifth, I started in fifth grade. So then we raised the girl initially beated me, but in sixth grade, I beated her and it came to mm -hmm. a point where she eventually quit it. And I was like, mom, yeah. well, I'm going to quit. She's like, no, you're not. And so initially <laughs> I hated running track. I did not like to run, but for my first AAU me when I was 13, 14, I actually got third in the hundred meters. I was actually mm. very upset by that. <laughs> and that's yeah, when I yeah. We started getting into track and field more and more and more. It started out on the one and two when I was starting to get into high school. And then we finally went off into the 400 meter and I did great uh -huh. things in that as well. So now it's just a matter of getting better in all three. Yeah. And, and that's, that's important. You know, I, I didn't know you, I thought you, you've been running until I heard that. I'm like, wow, really? And uh, that's, that's pretty uh, encouraging to some of the athletes out there. If you get a late start. A very late uh, start. They're like 13. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that was that middle school? Middle school, yep, middle school. Was that Warley? Is that where you were? I think. Oh no, I was at Linda Job actually. I oh, think you was at Job? Okay. Yeah, I had to move. I had to move around. It was a pretty new district for MISD. Okay, okay. For new city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 those um athletes that you know get a late start on track and field. If you just starting like in middle school, hey. You can still be a beast like Miss right. Miss Mallet, right? <laughs> Just you got to put in the work. Right. Um, I know you run, you run your sprints real good, right? Um, I think I know what your favorite favorite event is right now. Is it the four hundred? Am okay. I right on that? I always say, I always <laughs> say to people that although, like, I don't have a favorite because the thing is, for how much I run the four hundred, that fifty two uh -huh. at Jo's, that was. 
Yeah. My coach told me it was a 22, around a 22. Uh And so the thing is, is that if I could break a world record in anything, it would probably be for the four, considering that was only my fifth time running it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What and funny you should bring up JOs because I was looking for you to run that 200 down there. Okay, Did, what? what happened? <laughs> I'm like, what? I, listen, listen, what happened was that I wanted to sit, I just fell flat on my face. Did you? Oh, okay, all right, so, all right. I, I didn't even get out of the block, I really just fell flat on my face, and yeah. they were like, JO, you're like, now nah, you're out, and I was like, yeah. I got, but then I broke the national record in the forge that day. Yeah, you, but had yeah, I ran JOs, I uh-huh. don't know what would have happened. It probably would have been a PR that day. It probably uh, would have okay. been. I was ready for it. I was like, we're, we're going to break 23. It was going to happen. And yeah. I fell flat on my face. <laughs> so that, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, I was I was looking at the results. I'm like, yeah, where is she at? <laughs> I, I figured something happened, though. I, I figured know. something happened. <laughs> That's literally what happened. And, they're, of course, they're very strict about it. So it was yeah. just like, eh. I was actually very upset at the time. I got it together for the 400, and I broke a national yeah. record from that. You sure did. You did a fantastic job on that. That's a story. They're like, what happened to the two? I fell. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Eh? It, it, it definitely happens. And yeah, that um, was 52 back-to-back in the same consecutive meet. So that was pretty impressive. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. I seen that video of that for you. was out of there yeah <laughs> you was out of there have uh COVID affected the way you train um the number of meets you go to because i know uh, i just came from the texas a and m meeting oh, I, I, I was actually watching the results they were pretty, it was good it was a solid meet yeah. everybody was gone mm-hmm. it was a lot of people down there too there were, it, how it, many it, people i know there was like 700 kids in just the 60 meet that's what i heard yeah, well, it wasn't seven. <laughs> they kind of exaggerated. It, 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 it was five fifty. No, it was about um, I think it was three seventy in the sixty and the two hundred by three sixty somewhere around there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot. Yeah, um, it was like it's a lot. It's a lot of kids. Yeah, it, it was a but lot. COVID we well, initially when the COVID shutdown happened. I, we just couldn't go to, uh, to gyms per se, but I, my private trainer that I've been working with for four years now, we yeah. actually just worked out outside. We did hills, mm-hmm. we did sleds. Majority of things that we could do inside, we could do outside as long as there was no rain. And there was actually mm-hmm. a specific place that we went to that had like just roof, roof ahead so we could still train outside technically, just have to watch out for the rain. And sometimes we did run in the uh-huh. rain. It happened. And I and for yeah. terms of the track meets for my sophomore year, I remember I peed out at a 24-15 before COVID mm. shut down and everything. Yeah. And it's just affected where I want to go to. As, as much as I want to go to like say the VA showcase, there's mm-hmm. just still a chance that I could catch something yeah. there. And I and yeah. I have asthma. Like I'm not I can't yeah. risk yeah. I, I, it wouldn't really affect me compared to the majority of other people. I I, I really wouldn't be able to do anything yeah. because of my health. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that COVID is it, it's a bad thing and it's you know a lot of athletes um taking chances, you know, to go to these big meets, you know, and it's Yeah, that's and why actually it's Oh, I'm sorry. And actually my mom's a nurse, so she's actually working on the front line <laughs> right now. She's having a uh, okay. very very hard. So I under so she's telling me from someone who's been in the face of everything mm-hmm. that it's just it's just a lot for her. 
So yeah. like, he'd be very safe about that as well. Yeah, tell your mom I said thank you for being on that front line, that front line like that. I know it's tough, you know. I think you I will. Dealing with that. De dealing with that. Yeah, COVID. Um, so how are you staying motivated? Do you have to motivate yourself sometimes with this COVID stuff? Because I know a lot of kids and right. uh, some of them gave up on track, you know, because they can't no. get the training. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been tough, you know, uh, like some of the places they train at uh, right. been closed down, you know, um, what can you, what can advice, what advice can you give to the athletes who's struggling with that so they can keep their focus? I feel like sometimes there's sometimes where I like because I train six days a week. So mm -hmm. there are some times where I go to the track and I'm like, I don't feel like doing this COVID shut down. It was just like, what am I doing all this training for? But it's happening. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like yeah. kind of the thing where track initially was supposed to be for fun. For most of us athletes, mm -hmm. we got into this sport because we just enjoyed doing it. It's like, oh, we're beating everybody. I say just to make sure you focus on your why, especially for a lot of kids. Focus on what, yeah. why did I start running track to begin with? For me, mm -hmm. that was because of the fact that this was a sport that I enjoyed doing. Like, I even remember doing basketball at one point. But track was what yeah. took me on. And I continue yeah. to do this for my fifth year running it. I still enjoy what's happening with track right now. And I just feel like mm -hmm. you should focus on why, why am I running? Like, why do I go to these meets? Why do I practice hard? I want to get better. Everyone wants to be the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, hey, that's true. And I'm not going to even get on you running this cross country. Oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. And I heard your coach talk at your deal. I'm like, what? Yeah, okay, okay, here's the thing. That meet, here's the thing. For me, because of my versatility, track cross country was just a thing for me in order to keep shape, in a sense. Running mm -hmm. now, I was cross country is no joke. They are running. Yeah. They are running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the different terrains and everything. It was a good experience to read and understand. Cross country is very difficult, especially at collegiate level. That is hard. Yeah, like, but for me, that meet was specifically just to keep me in shape. In which running that running that miles like uh -huh. three miles wasn't a big deal for me to run in, but considering racing three miles, that was hard. Yeah, <laughs> was an experience for me. But yeah, I actually ran at a cross country yeah. meet, and that was pretty good. That yeah. was just for endurance. That was just for cardio work. That was just like, that was just my workout. My coach told me, "Hey, that's just a workout for the day. Like that's it. Yeah, like out of school. So <laughs> it was an excuse absence. So it just worked out. Yeah, yeah. That hey, that cross country is on a whole nother level. <laughs> I got spiked level. that day. I actually got spiked. My shin was bleeding. I was like, this really? ain't no joke. <laughs> this ain't no joke. <laughs> like yeah, I never I get spiked, and I got spiked at a cross country meet. I'm like, <laughs> and because and you can just visibly see." That I yeah. like, it's not that I could not run, it's just I'm not built for that sport. They have very lean muscle. Like I have lean muscle for a track body, but they have lean muscle to run forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> it was a good experience, but it, overall it was pretty good to me. I mean, I enjoyed it. The team enjoyed me being there. I remember yeah. there were some parents there, they knew who I was, and they said, Christine, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm here to compete. Like, I don't, like, it doesn't matter how long the meters. I'm still gonna keep going. Yeah, I'm yeah. Man, but you, you did a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, shout out to those cross country athletes. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all on a whole other level. I'm telling. You, I am telling you.
Um, so you've been recruited by some big time schools. Um, we know you committed to SC. Yes. Um, what advice can you give to the younger athletes on how to prepare um, for recruitment? To prepare for recruitment, I would say, like, go with your intuition. Like, if you, like, especially on the official business as well, go with what you feel is right. When I went to USC, like, the funny thing is, the crazy thing is, Carmelita the Jetter, the, the sprints coach, out of every other coach that contacted me, she contacted me first when she was at Alabama. Wow. So before even she even went to SC, she was all the way at mm-hmm. Alabama contacting me to recruit for Alabama. But then she moved mm-hmm. over and I talked to Coach Watts and everybody else. I would say go with your intuition first off and foremost. The second thing is, is just don't go with everybody else. Like, don't worry. Like, because there's a lot of competitive girls in my class right now. A lot of girls. Mm-hmm. And so my thing, what I have to have, what I think I had to learn was that as much as all these other girls are going to go to these different directions, it may not work mm-hmm. out for them. I don't know that. But I, I have to go with what's right for me. And yeah, for me, yeah, that was with USC yeah. with Coach Watts and Coach Jet. And so I think the last thing was that I feel is, with especially with these coaches, don't feel pressure to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Going closer, like before even decision, like say if they have a, gave a call, don't be pressured to make like, well, what do you think about this? Like say, just give an overall feel of like, yeah, I enjoyed this. I enjoy the university, the academics, and what they can do for me. Don't feel pressured to make a decision because anything mm. is prone to change, and you mm-hmm. don't want to make a decision that you're going to regret. I like I almost made a decision to go to somewhere mm-hmm. else because I took yeah. an official visit last minute. Just take mm-hmm. take your time because mm-hmm. what your gut will tell you what's right for you. And for me, it was the University of Southern California. Yeah, yeah. So like when they go, just say athlete go on a visit a high-profile athlete like yourself, they go on a visit. Um, they shouldn't talk. They shouldn't. If they really like the schools, should they express that while they're there or, you know, just kind of keep it kind of level, you know, because you say they got like three more other schools to go to. I mean, for the most part, on the official visits especially, because I know for a fact, for, even for me, I even got contact with some of the girls like saying, well, where are you going to go? Because I'm leaning towards here or I'm leaning mm-hmm. towards here. I think for the most part, just taking the visit for what it is. And gotcha. it, you know, for, for me, I enjoyed the visit, but I did things that were just something that I wouldn't want to do. Like even at the USC mm-hmm. visit, they were doing practicing. I was over there just near the USC people just to try to see yeah. what they were doing, what they're up to. Because for official visit for me, and it's always how you take the official visit. You could take it as a trip, like a gimme trip, or you could take it as, this is a school I'm serious about. And so mm-hmm. when I went to USC, I, every college that I went to, I was serious about because it's not just a four-year decision, a four-year decision, considering the mm-hmm. fact that all the alumni and what I may get from the coaches as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want to go professional and track. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for me, these officials I took very seriously because you also want to leave that impression upon people and say mm-hmm. that you do value what they give you and the opportunity that you give because not a lot of kids can do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I get what you said. You pretty much got to pick the school that's best for you, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, and um, not feel pressured by coaches and got to do what's best for you. Uh, is it hard hard for you to leave leave Texas? Well, yeah, it's like it's <laughs> not a bittersweet because it's like I I even know that majority of the like all my family is here, and then some of my family uh-huh. in Mississippi. So. Going all the way to California, I think for me it was initially for good career opportunity and networking as well. And of yeah. course, I mean, getting my feel of the world because majority of the bigger things happen either say in New York, California, and Texas. 
because majority of people are moving mm -hmm. to Texas. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of yeah. like I may still train in California with Coach Jen and Coach Watts, but I just know over there, I think I'll have a great experience in California just meeting new people. Yeah. And I think that's why I initially went as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know you will. Um, and all the Texas kids that's listening, don't be afraid to to leave Texas and experience other states and other coaches. And I'll tell you now, you linking up with Coach Jenner, I, I, that's trouble. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. Uh, now, I know you've been through the recruiting process. Right. Coaches look at social media. How should the athletes um, act on social media? How should they have their social media accounts? Now, they definitely watch their social media. The first thing I will say is put your name in your username. I feel like the first thing is that I have difficulty finding just other people. Just, you know, because I research. I'll admit that I research. So it's like, I think if you make it difficult to find for college coaches to find you, they won't be able to see you. Because what you can do yeah. with your social media is put your track videos. That's just marketing yourself. Like, I can do this time. Or practicing here. Here's my start video. I'm putting, like, I put my meets of where I went to in my social media and just posting stuff. And college coaches do look at that. Now, you also just mm -hmm. want to make sure that you just keep a good, like your reputation is everything, especially on social yeah, media. Yeah. You want to keep just a good, clean image so that it's just, there's no backlash against you. And even employers, people like you, people that are in like higher ups, other athletes, you just, you have to make sure that like, your reputation is everything. So you just want to make mm -hmm. sure that you're just posting the right things. Like I think from an athletes, especially with like university, they know right from wrong, no drinking, no smoking, no partying, mm -hmm. like, those are just the basic stuff. You just want to make sure that they don't get that wrong impression of you. Because they like once you post it on the internet, it's on there forever. And mm -hmm. people can pull that stuff right back up. It's like, well, you posted this. Why like it's like, why should I hire you? Why should I put yeah. you on this? Like, say if you as an athlete, you're trying to get a sponsorship or get a deal, and they pull that up, like this is not what we want to represent for our company. That can happen. It happens a lot of the yeah. time generation now. It happens. So you just want to be yeah. very careful of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. And um, for the athletes that's listening, um, so what um, Ms. Mallard is saying, instead of, don't go on her and put JJ too fast. All right. Like, you can put, like, <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to pay. put your name. Like, there are many times where I meet people in person. I'm like, you don't put your name in your bio. How am I supposed to find you? If you don't put your name yeah, in your bio, just yeah, put your name in your bio. Yeah, Username, yeah. like put it somewhere because I need to find mm -hmm. it. You got to yeah. make sure you find make make it easy for people to find you. Exactly, exactly. So you'll put John Johnson is too fast, so that'll work. Right, put the full name in there somewhere, and yeah, <laughs> that'll work for sure. I know you're excited about USC. Um, you hit on it earlier. Um, let's give me a, a few things that you're most excited about. I think I'm excited about being in a very because although Texas is actually a very urban state for where I am in my city, California mm -hmm. is just a bustling place in which I enjoy the career opportunities there and where the networking opportunities I could go to. And also mm -hmm. I think I enjoy the environment there. When I went to USC, I have never saw the ocean. Like I've never been to a beach. Really? I never saw it. <laughs> First time seeing it. And I remember going there. And I was like, oh my God. We were only there for yeah. At the beach, and I was I fell in love with it. It was just such a great. I've never been to the beach before, and when I went there, it was just a really nice experience. And I think also for USC, 
being like a private school, I think I enjoyed the opportunities that they did give me in terms, like they actually had an exact major what I was looking for. And that was involving mm -hmm. business, computer science, technologies, because that's what I also do enjoy that. And as well as business and marketing and things of that nature. And just combining all that into one science major. Nice, nice. It was, it was nice. a perfect fit for me. And it worked out for me compared to other universities. Because I feel like a USC master's or bachelor's would hold a lot more weight compared to other schools. And that's also what I based it off of. Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, every track program is going to be good. But what can it offer me long term? Like what people can I, can I meet True. in the future? Mm-hmm. Hey, you got your head on straight there. You got, yeah. <laughs> you got it going on. Yeah, hey, that's yeah, that's very important. And of In course, Texas. like also the other reason why I'm like I'm surrounded by Michael Norman because they just right Benjamin they just are now volunteer coaches as well, and they told yeah. me they're going to be able to work out with me to get a chance to see what on the pro level what wow. their workouts are going to be like and how it's going to be. And of course, with wow. Coach Jet, she used to be the fastest woman alive. And Coach Quincy Watts, he used to be a gold Olympian. It, I just felt like it worked out for me and for what I was yeah. looking for in a college yeah. program. Yeah, you got more pieces to your puzzle. You know, I always say, hey, all great athletes, they have multiple pieces. And right. You got some gold. You you putting in some gold pieces right now. <laughs> you know, that's hey, that, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, Texas kids, they, they see that ocean as get them every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never been I was just, and they're like Christine you never seen the ocean I'm like no I've never seen it and it was beautiful thank you very much okay? yeah. <laughs> all right uh, I know I struggle with this uh, with my daughter sometime when we're out going to track meets what do you think is a good meal to eat um, the night before a track meet and the and the morning of when they get up there definitely, next morning, definitely want to eat something healthy. Nothing that's too heavy. Like salt holds water, that equals water weight. For us athletes, mm. we have to be able to be at our most peak top performances on the track. And you don't want to mm. carry anything extra on you when you're going at 120. percent So I would say, yeah, of yeah. course, vegetables, things of that nature, something very light, and of course, lean protein as well. And that's to mm. fuel your body as well. I would rather like eat an animal or anything that's related to me getting better than something that may result in me getting slower. And I don't, and of course mm -hmm. nobody wants that. So of course I would say eat something very, fairly healthy on the side of just like chicken and fish. Yeah. 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 I, tell, I keep telling my daughter, you can't eat waffle fries and everything like that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No. <laughs> after the beef. After the beef. <laughs> Oh, she loved Chick Fil A. Oh, yeah, she heard. I remember. I actually quit fast food a while ago. Yeah, actually, I quit fast food. I quit soda, and I quit steak and pork. So it's like for me being on such a strict diet for track uh -huh. seasons. I look at yeah. all because my my coach Lorenzo, he's also a fitness trainer. Fitness trainer. So he taught me and 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 I, I don't know how to cook now. He embedded to me all the health and nutritional yeah. things that I need to fuel my body. Uh -huh. So it's like there's so much things that I look at. I'm like. That has a lot of calories in it, and I, I don't even have to eat it to know. It's it's just been embedded in me now. Yeah, and that brings us to our next question. Uh, nutrition is, is important, Very right? Important. You, 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 you got to fuel your body. Mm -hmm. uh, so after you run a race, just say you run a, a hundred. Mm -hmm. um, then your next race, especially you know how it goes in these select track meets. Right. Uh, your next race, probably about 
two hours away, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you eat in between? I would say usually complex carbs, like something just to, like you don't necessarily want anything fast sugars because that's going to burn off eventually. Like the sweat, like sweating could just burn that off. So you definitely uh -huh. want some complex carbs. And I would just say just like sweet, sweet potato, actually, sweet potato, because that's a complex really? carb. Sweet potato, wow. yeah, sweet potato. Wow. And it's just kind of like a, a carb that can hold you on for a long time. And, okay. and I kind of eat those, like, I, I actually bring, I, I remember for, like, my 23-2-2 time in the 200, after mm -hmm. the one, you could see me eating some eating some sweet potato. I was eating sweet potato before my two. Well, that, hey, I didn't know that. I'm, hey, I may have some sweet, sweet potatoes for my... <laughs> she going to be like, what is going on? But, hey, thanks for that info. Thanks for yeah, that no info. Yeah, no problem. Uh, what are your goals for this season? Because I heard you say this season is going to be like no other. Exactly. So what is and I believe you a hundred percent. What What are your where What are some of your goals? I, I'm not. I can't even give it away. But listen, it's gonna. Yeah, be, don't give it away. No, that, don't give it away. Things that have never been done before, and I'm letting you know now. I would. I am breaking a state record. I can't tell you which one. All right. But, All right. Ahead. Yeah. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Uh, Paris 2024. Is that up here? Is what you're looking at? It's actually in my Twitter, like the, the backdrop before for Paris 2024. It's actually, uh -huh. there. um, it's, it's in my future. I'm seeing for as much as I want to see USC at the end of the day, that the opportunity is there. I see it. And depending which event I want to go down the line, I can't think that far ahead, but mm -hmm. Paris 2024 is definitely in my future. As much as I want to think collegiately, I will definitely be intending to win, of course, in college as well. But I also want mm -hmm. to think on the bigger picture and going professional yeah. and going to my first Olympic Games. That's that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, always think big. Never, right. never settle. Never yeah. settle. Always think big. So I appreciate you coming on the show. I finally got to talk to you. Uh, I want to let you know you're an amazing athlete. Thank you. You always show good sportsmanship. Uh, you're 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 phenomenal. You you're you're you got a bright future. Um, you and it sounds like you got the right people behind you. Uh, and I appreciate the support from you and your family. Y'all always support my show. Um, and everything I do, I just want to tell you to keep up the good work. All right. Thank you. Um, what's your social media media handles? Just in case somebody want to look you up. It's just at Christine underscore Mallard. Well, two underscores Mallard for Instagram. And then Twitter at Christine underscore Mal for Twitter. Nice, nice, nice. Hey, guys, y'all go on Twitter. Y'all go on IG. Y'all go um, follow Miss Mallard. And also, if you look in the description of this video, I will have some of her YouTube videos. I also talked about her on my YouTube channel. I will put those links in there. I will also put her IG and Twitter in there as well if y'all want to find her there. But guys, uh, thank you, Miss Mallard, once again. Guys, make sure y'all follow me on YouTube, follow me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, all that. All right, guys. Thanks for following us. We'll see y'all soon. Thank you, Christine. See you. Fight right. on. <laughs> Fight on. That's right. <laughs>